Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia. And in today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of an update of as far as Rockies. They did not play today. They ended up having a rain delay and then, of course, a cancellation for the game due to rain, luckily not due to the coronavirus, which we will talk about a little bit in the second segment. But first, I wanted to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by 16 Brewing Co. They do cold brew Colorado coffee. It's amazing. It comes in cans and recyclable bags, and it's starting to get warm outside, guys. So cold brew coffee, check it out. It's really, really delicious, and they even do their own um, like creamer that's not milk, I guess, not lactose-based. So it's a really, really great way to get your energy. Always gets me going every single time I have one. And I love that it comes in a can. Like you can just take it to go. You don't need a mug. Drink the can out of the can. I was drinking one in the park the other day and someone was like, are you drinking beer? No, it's coffee. It was great. It was great. So definitely check out 16 Brewing Co. for their cold brew coffee. First up on the docket, the Rockies actually send down Ashton Godot. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but he heads to AAA Albuquerque. When I talked to other reporters who were down in Arizona right now, they felt like Godot was probably heading down to AAA just because of the depth within the starters and how many starters are fighting for spots in that starting rotation. Godot also was only in double a last year so he hasn't had much triple a experience and he needs to get more opportunities to pitch really right now and he wasn't going to have those opportunities just pitching for the rockies in spring training so they had him pitch kind of on those backfields with the triple a team that'll get him more opportunities to pitch it also is an opportunity for them to control his contract you know depending on when he gets called up the first time that's adds to years of service and then you know, you do in baseball, that's how it works. After you give so many years of service, service time that works towards your next contract. So teams are often, um, quite particular in when they want to pull, call a guy up. So specifically Godot has done a decent job during spring training. He really hasn't had a bad spring training at all, which is why I thought it was really interesting, but they were, he was a relief pitcher and they're trying to convert him into a starting pitcher. So just giving him more reps and more opportunities is probably best for him at this time. Right after that happens, Peter Lambert goes out to pitch and ends up getting pulled pretty quickly um, with some right forearm tightness. There haven't been any updates as far as uh, how Lambert's doing. And as soon as there are definitely will you know, get that in on the pod, but there haven't been any thus far. Uh, he was planned on seeing a, a doctor, a specialist, so we're not really sure how severe it is. Obviously, the clubhouse is always going to say that they don't believe it's too severe, and that's what their statement is currently. Bud Black said that he hoped it wasn't too bad and that he would be back soon. Peter Lambert was definitely up there on my list at the beginning of the year for guys who were fighting for that fourth and fifth spot. I thought Lambert had really good stuff and pretty good command of the ball uh, and, and of course, of his, both off-speed and fastball pitches. And I thought that he was definitely going to be one of that, either that fourth or fifth spot. And now with his injury, that kind of 
makes me think that the Rockies will probably go to the two guys who they already have um, felt some success with in Antonio Sensatella and Chichi Gonzalez. Chichi's not had a very good spring training. He's had one decent um, outing with a couple scoreless innings, but his ERA is at a 6.30. He's allowed 11 hits over 10 innings pitch. He has pitched a lot more in innings than um, some of the other guys. Sensatella's only pitched five innings with a 1.8 ERA. Um, Hoffman was one of the guys in the conversation. And then again, Ubaldo Jimenez, older guy, veteran guy, trying to you know close out probably his career, looking to close out his career with the Rockies. He, Ubaldo's had 5.1 innings pitched with nine hits and a 2.063 whip. So interesting, I think, uh, that they would even consider Chi-Chi, despite some of his um, struggles in spring training, I thought it was kind of interesting that uh, a lot of the reporters were saying and a lot of people are reporting that they feel like it's between Chi-Chi and Sensatella likely for that fourth and fifth spot. I would have thought Sensa and Ubaldo Jimenez, but um, one thing that has Chi-Chi's really high on and and Bud Black is really high on about Chi-Chi Gonzalez is the fact that he just has a mental calmness to his pitches and when he can keep the game slow and slow it down, slow down his pitches and keep really good control, he is a great guy to have on the mound. I don't know if that's working in his favor more in um, Bud Black's opinion over Ubaldo Jimenez, but my two choices after so far this, I don't even know what to call it, stint, uh, these few games, um, I mean, it's more than a few now. But this part of spring training, I would say Sensatella and Ubaldo Jimenez are far more front runners. Hoffman has pitched five and two-thirds innings uh, with 10 hits. He's allowed seven runs, three walks, and only struck out four. Uh, not great numbers for Jeff Hoffman. Um, Chichi Gonzalez, I believe, has one call-up left. And um, I think, I might be having that wrong, but it, it'll be really important that they use that call-up appropriately, obviously, and hopefully they get it right. As far as the other starters go, there's definitely some talk over who will start on opening day, John Gray or Herman Marquez. My bet is going to be that it's Herman Marquez this year. He has never done opening day. It's either been John Gray or... Kyle Freeland, so 2017-18, John Gray, Kyle Freeland, 2019, and then Freeland kind of both, it, it's almost like a curse a little bit for these guys because, you know, in 2018, Gray had a bad year and he had opening day. 2019, Freeland had a bad year and he pitched opening day. So I do think Hedman Marquez gets the, the nod for opening day pitcher this season and hopefully that will help him uh, not have a bad year, but that's kind of the way it's gone in the past. But uh, I think Hedman will be good as long as he they have a good fourth and fifth starter where he doesn't feel like he has to pick up some of the slack. But I do think that's who will move forward with as the opening day pitcher for this 2020 season, if it even happens after the break. Let's talk coronavirus and who will be the leadoff batter for this team. Hey guys, we're back after the break. 
like I said before the break, we were talking about um, opening day pitcher. The Rockies start out their season in San Diego and then um, versus San Diego, excuse me, April 3rd. I do think that the season will be pushed back um, or that games will be played in stadiums without fans. I don't know how they're going to do this, um, but... And I, and I do think like it's a little bit different because you're outside. So I guess I feel like uh, the open air helps blow germs around more, but it also is an open air, right? So you're spreading, I don't know, it's not all contained inside one building, but this coronavirus is becoming something quite serious amongst sports. Um, as of today, uh, the Basketball Association, the NBA, is going to start playing games where players are playing without fans in the stadium. Um, I know that major companies such as The Athletic are suspending travel to uh, cities like, well, any California city, anything in New York, anything in Washington, places where the virus has been um, obviously very alive and well. I don't even know what to call it. Just places where there's actual people who are experienced symptoms of the virus or confirmed cases with the virus. Uh, I honestly can't believe it's happening. I think it's really crazy. Obviously, if you're a person at risk where you have respiratory problems or you're older and you have a poor immune system, it makes sense that you shouldn't be going to public gatherings. You shouldn't be putting yourself in these risky situations. But I do think it's pretty crazy and we should probably start taking it seriously. They must know something about this virus if if they're starting to do this with NBA players. And, and I do think that it'll end up affecting the baseball season. I think April 3rd will not be the opening day for the Colorado Rockies. I think that they'll end up pushing it back or potentially rescheduling those games um, in cities where there haven't been an outbreak, obviously. Um, Denver isn't in California, and so there's potential that they might still have that game here. But, of course, then you're asking players from San Diego to come to Colorado. So I don't see how that's that was one of the suggestions that um, the NBA was saying, that maybe they would play games in cities where there haven't been confirmed cases. Um but then you're still flying people who are from cities where there are confirmed cases and into cities where they're not. So I feel like that's still ending up spreading the virus if that's the case. Uh, and it's it's a pretty crazy concept to think of that there's other countries that are just straight up um, doing quarantines and suggesting you work from home and things like that. I am really surprised by all of it because I, I feel like I'm a kind of person who's like, I'm not going to change what I do on a daily basis just because there's some fear of some disease. I do think I'm like a usually pretty healthy person, despite the fact that I've lost my voice several times this year. But I don't think that I'm at risk of um, dying from this disease. And of course, I like knock on wood, right? But we obviously don't want to take those risks just to go see a baseball game or just to see a basketball game. So this coronavirus is really, really taking over. Um, I know that reporters that are in Arizona currently covering spring training have told me that they're not to shake hands or come in contact. I, Marley Rivera, she posted 
um, with MLB TV posted about how she was there doing an interview and they, she posted a picture of how far she was away from the athlete and just the fact that that's how interviews are going to be from now on. You might not get everything that you're trying to get from the athlete as far as questions go. And and even the setup for today's game in Dallas for the Nuggets, they are you know setting up separate rooms just like they do in playoffs where a, a coach or the player is at a table speaking into a microphone and people are further away, no scrums or things like that within six to eight feet of the athletes. So it's definitely going to affect this baseball season, whether it affects it very long. I hope not. I hope that the U.S. gets in control of this, obviously. And and if that means that we have to quarantine ourselves for some time, I, I'm pro that. <laughs> Most of the work I do, I can do from home besides interviewing players. Um, but obviously that's not like exactly ideal for all of us. And we're also independent and want our freedom that we want to go and do stuff when we want to do stuff. Um, last topic of the pod and let's hope that I see you all out there at home, the home opener on April 3rd. But I also hope to see David Dahl leading off on April 3rd. The leadoff hitter position not has not been named. So the Rockies are one of the only teams who haven't named their leadoff hitter. And they say, you know, or Charlie Blackman said in an interview the other day, oh, that's just because we don't want to tell you guys all our strategy. That's something that they, like Bud Black will say, oftentimes in interviews they don't like telling their strategy ahead of time um so that could be the case that they just really don't want to tell us but there are one of the only teams that hasn't named their leadoff hitter or their opening day starting starting pitcher um I think Charlie Blackman with as time has progressed he has been a great leadoff hitter and I think that it takes a lot more to step into a leadoff hitting position than it does to step out of it I do think that Blackman's going to be more of a DH situation. Obviously, he knows the fundamentals of baseball. He's a good baseball player. He knows what he should be doing. He doesn't need to play every day to remember how to play baseball um, or even work on those fundamentals. But he does need time to recover as he's gotten older. His body has recovered slower. Uh, this is a game where you're playing every single day, so there's definitely a need for recovery and rest, especially for these older guys. And I do think that Charlie's going to end up moving out of that leadoff hitting position. I think it's time as well. David Dahl is the future of this team, and while Charlie Blackman is a great player and a memorable player, a guy who everyone will remember as one of the faces of the Colorado Rockies for several years, he is also a guy who's gotten a little bit older now, and I think David Dahl is going to be a great leadoff hitter when he gets that job. Um, he has had a lot of success at the plate. His biggest worry, and I think everyone's biggest worry when involving David Dahl, is injury. He is very injury prone. He's had injuries year after year, so that would be the biggest worry. I think that if you start him as your leadoff hitter to start the season, and then if there were an injury to happen to him, you always have Charlie as your backup leadoff hitter who can step back into that role as a veteran, already knowing how to do and take on that kind of big role as a leadoff hitter. So it's easier. It's going to be easier for him to step into that role and out of that role than it would be for David Dahl to step in and out were there to be a 
injury to Charlie. So I would say that's the route that they're headed. I know they're contemplating between the two. Either one is obviously a great choice, but my vote is for David Dahl. I think he's the future leadoff hitter of the Colorado Rockies. That's going to do it for me on this episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast on your Locked on Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow and everything I do, um, including NBA and MLB, at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, we're actually starting, I have a new Instagram page. Locked on Rockies has a new Instagram page, so I will be sure to get that information to you guys. But if you follow Vita Viva Diva, I know you'll get it all. So definitely go there, Twitter and Instagram. That's where the news will be posted most quickly. 